<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to A Few Things, where we give our greatest discoveries the podcast they deserve. I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. This show is brought to you by Avakind. Find out more and sign up for our newsletter at avakind.com. Also, you can leave us a message, 833-AVAKIND. Someone tweeted at me asking and advice. Me. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. relate. oh, related. Go ahead. <laughs> this one was just to me. Keep going. <laughs> um, asking for advice about... Um, nighttime running gear and said yeah. she had considered putting it on the voice memo but then decided against it and i said i wasn't going to answer unless she left it on the voice memo because i'm just really trying to direct traffic there and then she tweeted at me this is related to this oh, yeah prayer, yes yeah and said, said that when she yeah. if she does call she will be calling to mind my jingle that's right it's which working. is working it is working. Eight three three of a kind. You know, jingle writers make a lot of money. So if you, you think that I should be doing that instead, well, if it's is this working, is this you asking me to leave? No, I, I'm asking to collect half of whatever you make. <laughs> this is a marriage. Work wife LLC. We're yeah, in here. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking you to to start. You know, adding some extra value. A new to revenue this stream. A yeah, new exactly. revenue stream. That's right. Um, speaking of revenue streams, um, we have a huge holiday sale oh going gosh. on. It's right actually now. called the huge holiday That's, sale. Yeah, official official yeah. title also pretty uh mem- like sticky i think i th- i think yeah. so it is up to 60 percent off up to- did you hear that 60 percent? that is deals the, deals deals the most person it's like almost the most percent it's <laughs> it's more than half the percents yeah. off um, and also almost more than half the site i think is on sale so many of our favorite things yeah. um i can't even get into how many of our favorite things you're just gonna have to go take a look it's now through january 6th so do that speaking of favorite things what do you got? That was a pretty good segue. Thank you. Um, you and I both recently read the same book. Which is so rare for us. We don't yeah. ever really do this because if Claire reads a book and puts it in 10 things, why would I read it right. and vice versa? And if you read a book and it's not good enough for 10 things, then I'm not going to read it and then all, and then put it in 10 things. So no. Yeah, totally. Now, why would we have cultural experiences that aren't candidates for 10 things? <laughs> why? <laughs> it just would never Wait. happen. But this one was really short. I... <laughs> I, so it was worth it because I, and in fact, I was having a really it hard time. It was also, I, you know what? Sometimes it's fine. Sometimes, Sometimes it's, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, Lizzie. This one was really short. <laughs> it was. I mean, listen, you were the it's one who chose to read it. It's what they call a slim it. novel. Yes, yeah. it is. Well, I, it is a slim novel, but I was actually wondering, because when I was writing the 10 thing sentence, I was like, is it a short story? Is it a novella? And I was looking around and the internet very much felt that it was a novel, but I was like, I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. I don't know. So it's called felt short. It's called his favorites. It's a book by Kate Walbert. Mm -hmm. um, And it is about a 15 year old girl who had a sexual relationship with her teacher who was in his thirties at boarding school um, after a traumatizing event. It's a novel. So um, there's a lot of just sort of like, you know, it feels like an interesting read in like a Me Too era and in like any era, obviously, but but it's very relevant. But now more than ever. Era. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was so interesting about it is that I'm almost embarrassed to admit this. I picked it up because I thought I loved I, I knew the beginning from whatever blurb I had read on the back, which was and there's no real spoilers here because this happens in the first, first couple chapter, pages. Yeah. But um, the main character uh drives a golf cart drunk with her best Two friends, best friends. In it, yeah. and one of them dies and then she you, it's like a whole joyride yeah. situation that has like realities and darkness and she gets sent off to boarding school and you get a sense that there's some relationship with the teacher and i was like and her family falls apart mm-hmm. too you get yeah. you just like you you watch this this uh girl's life unravel a little bit right up front and i picked it up being like oh juicy and then i read it and like it's juicy but it does it's not that's not what's uh, makes it a good book. I, I don't like, even know if it's juicy. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's like, I mean, in the sense that, like, it does have all the things that it says it has. It yeah, has, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. death, romance, sex, and drama, and... Intrigue. It, and it's thrilling. <laughs> yeah. it, it is a thriller. And I think you you use the word, like, or it, I it, it, I think it's described as a thriller in, in a lot of the blurbs about it. And so I was like, ooh, I love a thriller. And like like I said, like, it is thrilling in some ways, but it's really jarring. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And I, I think... Um, it took me by surprise. Um, it is worth way. reading. It is, as Claire said, short. Um, so, <laughs> so if that is a guiding principle, let that let that lead the way. What did you like about it? I think I liked her not not to give too much away, but I liked her reflections on this as an older person, mm-hmm. like as an adult, mm-hmm. um, and her thinking around how this has shaped her life. And there's a part where I I, I don't have the quote, and I'm gonna like. F it up, but basically where she talks about thinking about the paths her life could have taken if this hadn't happened to her and if this wasn't sort of a dark cloud looming over uh, her adolescence and, and mm-hmm. her um, uh, her coming of age, yeah. basically. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I you also get that sense that, you know, that she wasn't the first person that this teacher had had a relationship with. And you right. you get the sense of how these things happen and how these things happen within an, an institution mm-hmm. um, and how uh, the powers that be protect um, men in charge, um, and I think that that was a that was an interesting takeaway. That part was really interesting. How it talks through how, exactly what you said, how the powers that be protect the men in charge, and um, I thought it was a unique aspect of it that I wasn't expecting, and that was an interesting corollary with um, a podcast I've been listening to called Believed about the oh, Larry yeah. Nasser cover yeah, up, yeah. and it felt very consistent. And this book, I think, was must have been finished before all the Larry Nasser stuff. I came would imagine, out, but, yeah. Um, it felt like, oh, this is exactly how it goes down, especially based on on now knowing exactly how all the Larry Nasser stuff happened. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, you know, kind of a heavy read, but a short one. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Okay, we are here with Julie Elvin, who is the SVP of Editorial Content Strategy and Development at Refinery29. 
She and I have known each other since 2005. Oh, a long time. We're no, old. I think 2006. Six. Like okay, like January of 2006. Okay, Whenever fine. you yeah. started at details, I think I was already there. October October of 2005. Oh my Julie. god, we started like we the started same, the, the same, same week. day basically. Um, <laughs> and impressively, Julie is an expert on having a long term, long distance relationship. Marriage. Would you say that she's your like idol of long, like she's yes. like who you look to yes. as an as a fellow long term, long distance relationship? Yes. Person? She's an inspiration. I've gotten quite good at it over the past. You were so years. good at it. And so when Thomas, when my husband was like when it was when it became obvious that Thomas was going to not be in New York for mm-hmm. at least some of the time mm-hmm. i was like julie how the fuck <laughs> yeah. do you do this and you're like oh i love it it's amazing it's yeah. so good it's like, actually that's why my marriage is functional uh i and i was like wait everyone what? i prescribe it to everyone okay so give us the pitch yeah. on a long distance okay. long-term marriage so my husband and i've been together coming up on like nine years that's and- how old we are because i remember that when you didn't well, have you this remember- boyfriend right <laughs> what she's saying <laughs> is she reminds she remembers my college yeah. boyfriend that's right so we started dating in 2010. And Did you then, live in the same place when you met? So we went to high school together, which is okay. a whole other story for another podcast. So the answer um, to that is yes. <laughs> so we kind of like rekindled a high school flirtation when we were both living at home for a stretch after a magazine that I was working for folded in 2010. Yes. Started dating then. And then after like a year and a half, I was like, this is great. But if this relationship is to continue, like I need to move back to New York for friend reason, career reason, general yeah. life satisfaction Where I reasons. need to be. Yes. Um, so we moved back to the city in January of 2012, I want to say. And then he got a job. He's previously a lawyer, but he got a job as a consultant. So he immediately, any consultants out there know that you often have a client who's offsite and you travel Monday through Friday mm-hmm. to the client. So we moved in together in January of 2012. And then two weeks later, he started traveling for work. Wow. So it was like an week. instant long, long distance instant relationship. Long, we, we have never lived together full time. Um, wow. We moved in together seven years ago. Seven years ago. Yeah. And then we got married three and a half years ago. And yeah, like we have not spent more than, I mean, the only time that we're together for like a full week at a time is when we go on vacation. (laughs) Like our honeymoon, we went to South Africa for two weeks and I was like, I actually think this is like the most consecutive nights we've ever spent together. Even when you first started dating and you were both living in Michigan. Well, we were both living in Michigan, but I was living at my parents' house and yeah. he was living at his parents' house. So, so it, we so it was a like, very specific right. courting <laughs> period. Yes, yeah. it was. It was interesting. I mean, we were spending like a lot of nights together, but yeah. not seven nights a week together because like I had a job I had to commute to and his yeah. house was like slightly further from my office in Detroit, et cetera. Um, so... Yeah, we, I've never lived full time with my my boyfriend how, slash fiance slash now husband. How do vacations go? Um, Are you so sick of each other at the end? No, they're great. They're great. But I do think that um, it, it's interesting. I've gotten so used to having so much free time and so much of my mm. own space that it's less the vacations. It's more like the occasional week that he'll work from home. Yeah. Mm. Like so when he first gets home on like Friday night, Thursday night mm-hmm. or a Friday night. There is sort of like a reintroduction period yeah. of not our friend about Catherine. Each other. Our friend yeah. Catherine Fortunato calls it reentry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's a reentry. And I'm kind of like, we're like sniffing each other out and we're like assessing each other's like mood from the week and whatever. And then generally like twelve to twenty four hours in, like it's totally back to normal. And then when he leaves like forty eight hours after that, it's like, Oh my god, I love you, I miss you so much. What am I gonna do without you here? Like it's so nice to have you sleeping next to me. And then um, you start the cycle again. And then we start the cycle again. And then like Monday, Tuesday, I really miss him. Wednesday, Thursday, I'm like doing my thing. Friday he gets back. I'm like, who's this person in my space? Right. Yeah. And then like Saturday and Sunday are great. And then Chris Why do you I like this cycle? 
magical yeah. though. So, Why does it speak to you? So I think that I really like having a lot of alone time, which uh-huh. is interesting because like you knew me in my early 20s and yeah. I did not like having alone time No, at sure all. not. No. I was like, I want to live with all my college roommates all the time. I wanted my boyfriend around all the time. Like I, I think that I just wasn't comfortable being alone. I don't mm-hmm. know if I wasn't comfortable with myself. I don't know what that said, but like I wanted people around always. Um, and I've gotten to really like having that time alone. I think that also like for the past less so for the first two years that he and I were um, doing this, but for the last five years, I've had a pretty intense job. So, you know, I was at Bustle for four years launching that site and then eventually like getting to leadership positions there and it was pretty 24-7. And then um, my last job at Time Inc., I was overseeing a ton of their digital properties and now this job at Refinery. And so... These are intense work experiences. They're intense work experiences. They're newsrooms. They're big teams. And it's kind of a lot. And I think that I have found that I'm somebody who's sort of like an ambivert in that, like, I do get energy from being around people and I get energy from being in the workplace and being around teams. But, like, then I want to come home and, like, not talk to anybody. Um, So I think that it's really nice for that reason because I like quiet. I like to read. I like to, like, there are weeks when Bill works from home and, like, by Tuesday I'm like, ugh. Like, you're in my space. I'm like, when am I going to, like, tweeze my eyebrows and, like, watch the Bachelor in Paradise episode I have recorded? Like, I can't do that with you here. I mean, I can, obviously. It's not like I'm, like, hiding those just parts of myself. Yeah. But, like, those are my alone things. Yeah. It's like the, like, not to be, like, totally dating myself, but it's like the single, um, the Carrie Bradshaw, like, single behavior stuff where she's like, I like to eat saltines standing up in front of the sink yeah. while <laughs> flipping through fashion magazines. And I'm yeah. like, I have a version of that. Yeah. 100%. Um, so, so d- yeah, I think that it's just... Um, it allows us, and his job has been quite intense as well, and he's somebody who likes alone time and quiet time as well, so I think that it kind of allows us to have it during the week and then come back together, and then our weekends are so fun. It's like... And you really like, focus on each other. We focus on each other, and we plan fun things, and... Do you avoid making social plans with other people on the weekends when he's going to be I back? do, generally. Yeah. Most of my socializing is during the week, so like Monday through Thursdays when I do like drinks and dinner all your and hangs. then yeah. on weekends it's like pretty much like the two of us. Although now we live with his brother as well. So that's kind of changed the dynamic. I have a very unconventional. Um, <laughs> so you live with his brother when he's not there. No, so thank God. I mean, Tom, I love you. But um, his brother, who is wonderful, lives with us. We were living in the East Village for a really long time in this tiny apartment and yeah. I was like desperate to move to a bigger place and Bill he also has a place in Pittsburgh. So we're like, okay, we don't want to like pay two big rents. So sure. we got a place that was big enough for Tom, his brother, to live in our second bedroom. Um, but his brother is a consultant as well. So he okay. travels Monday through Friday. Okay. So Tom's only there when Bill's there, really. Yes. Okay. However, for a few weeks this summer, Tom was there. He Like he was on a local project. And so I would like come home from work and my husband wasn't there. But my husband's brother was there. And I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. so Tom, like, <laughs> what are we going to have for dinner? Like, and Tom's wonderful. Um, but he's not your husband. But he's not my no. husband. No. Yeah. So I prefer the scenario where like I have solo time during the week. But then yeah. on weekends now, it's Bill and Tom and they're best friends. Oh, so, so you have. Kind so of then funny. are you inviting your friends too to hang out? Um, Or your mutual friends? Like, does it just become a bigger group on the weekends now? Well, I think that because Bill has literally never lived here, he does not have a lot of, like, local buddies. That really changes the dynamic. It does. So New York is very much, like, still my place. Mm -hmm. Like, I've lived here for 11 of the past 13 years. I have a lot of friends here. I have various friend groups. Um, Whereas for Bill, you know, he has friends that he's made, but they've largely been... Um, you know, my friend's husbands who he gets along really well with are like Tom's friends. Mm-hmm. So New York is very much like kind of like my scene. So on weekends, it's really 
I mean, it used to be just me and Bill. We wouldn't socialize that much with other people on weekends. Mm-hmm. And now when we do, it'll be with some other couples or, excuse me, Tom and um, his girlfriends around a lot. It's mm-hmm. a sort of like collegiate situation. Totally. Um, but it's fun. How much are you and Bill communicating during the week? And also how, like by what means? Yeah. Um, so we communicate a lot during the week. We we text like all day, yeah. every day. Um, I would say that we actually have like a phone call or FaceTime probably like two out of the four to uh-huh, five uh-huh. nights that we're apart and uh-huh. I am a huge like FaceTime is a game changer yeah I'm also not somebody who really likes talking on the phone I hate the phone I, really I mean I loved like it, it when I was an eight that's great yes. it's crazy how much hours. I liked it Say, I, it was a point of pride how much 7 time I spent p.m. to 10 p.m. until yes. I was kicked off just on the telephone yes, talking exactly. about God knows what right and it was like a point of pride it was like well I talked to like Catherine on the phone for an hour <laughs> yeah and I talked to Caitlin on the phone for 45 minutes so that was good and then I talked to Brody for like it was like a thing that sure like, it was a pastime yeah um, I really dislike it now I only do it when I am doing something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I'll walk home from work yeah. and that's when I call my mom yeah. or when I used to call my dad or I'll call my brother yeah. um, or I'll call Bill then. But I actually prefer FaceTime it with Bill. So yeah. like I'll get home and then we'll Because like, it keeps you FaceTime. focused? It keeps me focused. I I feel like, I, I don't know, I like see, like so much of the it's dynamic yeah. between two people, especially like, it's not like when you're calling, you know, a friend who you haven't talked to in a while and you have like a lot to catch up on. It's like, we're, it's less like um, when we're FaceTiming, it feels less like, so how was your day? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it feels more like we're next Hanging to each out. other, yeah. which is like what I miss. Like, I don't necessarily miss like catching up on the details of my day. He knows the details of my day. Like, we're texting, yeah. you know, constantly. Um, so it actually just sort of feels like that, like the him that I miss, like I get to see his face. Yeah. And I like that. Do you ever want to live together? Yes. Full time? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I think that it'll be an adjustment. I mean, you know, we want to have kids eventually. Yeah. And so I've made very clear that, like, you're not doing that long distance. I'm not doing that long distance. I don't plan to, like, um, be a, a parent just, yeah, by a myself. Single parent Especially because, like, like, there are people who have con- who are consultants who mm-hmm. travel for work and have kids. But mm-hmm. I think those are people who live near their families, which we don't. Um, and we've sort of floated the idea he, we sort of floated the idea because my career is very much based in New York. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of – I sort of, like, was testing him. I was like, okay, fine. What if we live in Pittsburgh full time, you keep your job, but then I commute to New York every week? I remember this idea. Do you remember like this? this? Yeah. And honestly, I was sort of testing his feminism, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I think I expected You're like, I'm going to leave and you're going to take care yes. of the kid while I'm gone. How's that feel? Yes. And I think that I expected him to reflexively be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm going to keep traveling and then yeah. you're going to take care of the kid. And then I come home on Fridays and dip in and like get to be cool dad and then I leave. Yeah. But he was actually like, oh, that's like a perfect idea. Of course we should do that. Like cost of living in Pittsburgh's cheaper. I don't have to leave my job, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, I love you more now because of your response to that. Um, that said, all of my friends who have kids are like, you're not going to want to be right. with your kids. Like, yeah. cute, like, very, you nice know, test. way to lean in and everything. Yeah, yeah. But like, no, you're not going to want that at all. Right. So the idea is that like once we get to that baby having stage. Juncture that he Something will, will change. Yeah, that he will yeah. be here full time. And, you know, maybe even Tom won't live in our second bedroom. Maybe it'll just be the two <laughs> of knows? us and a child and we'll have a conventional situation it, for once. How boring. I know. Snooze, it right? won't be yeah. so full house. But, oh, my God. So how is your uh, my long, long distance, distance marriage going? Um, you know what? It's good. I have an end date that I, I think. Okay. Um, at this point, hopefully end of February. Oh, um, that's soon. It's soon. It's oh, soon. that flew by. Yeah, it will have been a year and a half, not two years. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, it 
it sucks. I'm definitely yeah, not as really? good at it as you. Okay, yeah. tell me about your experience with it. I mean, I just, I think, I think we just like, I I'm, I don't like talking on the phone, yeah. but like modes of communication feel yeah. very challenging. Um, an hour time difference, which mm. is not that much of a time difference, feels like a lot because of the way that Thomas and I both structure our days. Right. Where... I'm up earlier than him and go to bed earlier than him, which mm-hmm. doesn't work when I'm already an hour ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's tricky. Um, so, yeah, it just becomes a little bit challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been having Wednesday morning FaceTime. Like, we used to have Wednesday morning breakfast dates when mm-hmm. he was in New York. Oh, that's fun. Um, so we do Wednesday morning FaceTiming. Mm-hmm. And talking at the beginning of the day mm-hmm. is way better for me than talking at the end of the okay. day. Because at like, the end, not, you're just, like, over it and I'm so just, Yeah, like, exactly. It's, like, 10 p.m. He's calling me. At, like, it's 9 p.m. his yeah. time. He's making dinner. I'm, like, right. I just want to fucking go to bed. Yeah. Like, I don't really. And he's, totally. you know, he's, like, did you read this thing? And I'm, like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, I don't want to I don't want to talk about this right now. Like, just text it to me, whatever. But talking in the morning means there's no catch up. And it just feels a little bit more normal to be making coffee yeah. together or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, have you seen those commercials for those like Google devices or whatever? I don't think that so. That are like, I can't, you must not be watching as much TV as I am right <laughs> now, um, which is how I'm like hibernating. But it's like a, I think it's by Google. It's like a portal and it's okay. basically like for loved ones. It's it's like a FaceTime all the time thing, basically. Like, I think you just like turn it on. Thomas and, like, will not have one of those spies room. in our yeah. house. Well, that's the thing too is like Bill is like a very like aluminum foil hat person. Yeah, so he'd, be, like, he'd be like, that is an invasion of my privacy. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas is taped over his computer uh, camera, so that's not happening in our house. But, but like I is, see yeah. it and I'm like, oh, like that could be like, because sometimes I literally just like, and I'll do this, like I miss my mom a lot. And yeah. so like, I'll just be like, Mom, like, uh, can I just like FaceTime you and we'll both watch Jeopardy at the same time and answer the questions together? <laughs> when Chris was yeah. traveling a lot, yeah. you guys were kind of doing that of being like, we'll just put be yeah. like on FaceTime, but we'll put right. our phones down and then mm-hmm. be like, oh, hey, yeah. mm-hmm. this is this thing I wanted to tell you about or whatever. You know, what's funny is I've actually noticed. So my brother-in-law, Tom, who lives with us, as yeah. I mentioned, um, his girlfriend recently moved to New York. But for a while they were doing long distance. And um, during the time period where he and I were both like full time in New York for a little bit this summer, where it'd be like a Wednesday night and Tom and I'd be hanging in watching Food Network um, he and his girlfriend would do that it felt like that like he would just kind of have her on the phone and like be flipping through the channels and then like they would chime in that's kind of nice. And I, But I would be confused because I'd be like, are you talking to me or are you talking to Jennifer? And then Jennifer would chime in and I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm not involved. This is not about me. Okay? This is a separate <laughs> thing. But they like, got they, their whole thing going. Yes, but they yeah. very much di- do that when they're away from each other, I observed. It's just sort of like be both doing their yeah. things separately on I the phone. I think it's a nice thing to that's do. That's nice. Yeah, yeah like because just eat dinner what, together. Well, and that's kind of what you miss. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like I miss. It's the hanging out. Yeah. Yes. It's like I just, like, miss that adjacency. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't necessarily miss, like, you know, I have to have a long catch-up or, like, a long conversation every time that we're together. That's not what a marriage is. No. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, that's sort of like feeling like they're there. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I'll try that out. <laughs> Julie, <laughs> this has been amazing. Thank you so much for coming Thanks on. For Loved me. this. That's the show. This has been a production of Dear Media. You can listen to us wherever podcasts are found, like Stitcher, iTunes, and Spotify. Follow us at Of A Kind on Instagram and Twitter and like our Facebook page. If you have ideas or requests for the show, email them to a few things at ofakind.com. To advertise on our podcast, email advertising at ofakind.com. Our intro music, Butterfield East, is written and performed by the Soulful Saints, and we're recording at Alex's house. 